Hello, I'm Pastor McKenzie, and you're listening to Check In with the Chaplain, a podcast for the Portland Adventist Academy community. Today, we're focusing on the topic of anxiety and how each of us are experiencing that during this time. Specifically today, we're going to be talking to Ellie Hart Bass. She's a freshman here at PIA, and she was willing to be vulnerable and open about her experience. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's jump in. On today's episode, we have Ellie Hart Bass joining us, and she's going to share with us a little bit about her experience at home during this COVID-19 pandemic. Ellie, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Hello. uh, Like she said, my name is Ellie Hart Bass. I am a freshman at Portland Adventist Academy. I live in rhododendron, so I live quite a ways away. Um, I like to think I'm a happy person, uh, kind of bubbly, I guess. Um, And I I like just kind of hanging out outside with my dog and hanging out with my family. As all of you are very aware, we are in the midst of a pandemic for COVID-19. And as a school community for Portland Adventist Academy, we are distance learning. And so that means all of the teachers and all the students are teaching and learning from home, which is a very new reality. And as of yesterday, April 9, the governor of Oregon has suspended um, in-class learning until the end of the school year. So that has changed a lot of plans for a lot of people, a lot of expectations. And so, Ellie, I just want to know, could you kind of compare and contrast your uh, daily schedule before the pandemic? So what like your day kind of looked like? And then um, can you tell us what it looked like now, now that we are distance learning and staying at home? Yeah. um, So before, I didn't have a lot of time on my hands. I'd have to wake up at like five-ish if I got lucky. Um, And I'd have to get ready and leave my house about six to get to school around seven for choir or Alegria. And then I was there, depending if I uh, had sports or not, um, I'd leave there around 3.30, but when I, had, when I have sports, I leave there around like 6, so I'd get home around 7, so I'd be gone for more than 12 hours, and then I'd get back home and not have a, mo- a lot of time to do stuff. Um, and it was a little stressful as that, but like not nearly as much stress I have like now um, because I have a lot of time on my hands and I don't know what to do with it. Like school starts at nine o'clock now and I wake up at seven o'clock, get my coffee, uh, listen to some music and read some books and just wait and, and really have nothing to do. Um, sometimes I'll go watch the sunrise while reading a book, which sounds amazing, but it's still cold, so it's not. Um, (laughs) but e-learning is definitely a change, because I'm not with the class anymore. Like, I can't get away, like, whispering with my neighbor now. Like, I have to, like, mute myself (laughs) and just listen to the teacher talk and talk and talk. And 
don't get me wrong, I love all my teachers, but you can't tell when they're looking at you or not. And especially when you have like class members who both have the same name and then the teacher calls them out, then they both freak out. So uh, that also works for me because there's another girl named Ellie. And so I just never know if the teacher's talking to me or the other Ellie. But um, it's just not as so, it's not personal anymore. And I think that's one of the things that I just don't like is because I'm just there in my room all alone. Not like, I, I just don't have like that uh, personal connection with all my friends anymore. Like, oh my gosh, we're changing seats again. Who am I going to sit by now? Or partners, like we're going to have to work with each other like at school. Like, it's just, it's such a difference now that like, it, I don't know, really. It's, I'm getting used to it. It's the fourth day now. Um, but it's still just a change that it's going to take a while for me to like fully get into. Yeah, that can be uh, really challenging, especially when maybe not the sub subject matter has changed, but m mostly the social dynamic. And that's hard. That's really hard because that that's what makes school especially our school, I think a very special place is that we have oh, yeah. those close relationships. We go to the classes with almost the same people um, every class. And um, not having that is, it's a big shift. And it's something that we're going to have to get used to just for a little bit here. Hopefully a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely different because like me and my friend, like, my best friend, like, share, like, every class together, so, like, I'm so used to, like, going to our lockers at the same time, and then walking to, like, the same class, and, like, uh, I just don't have that anymore. Like, I text her, like, hey, you in the waiting room with me on Zoom? And she's like, yeah, I am. And so that's, like, our little thing of getting together. So what you're saying is the, the Zoom waiting room is the new class hall or school hallway <laughs> yeah that's basically it they're like oh wait did like the free the amount of like stress there is like oh my gosh are you in the class yet or like is the teacher not here and it's like only the fourth day too and it, like the stress level is there like i'll constantly get texts of like are you in the class or like did you get in the waiting room or am i in the wrong did i press the wrong link and there's just a bunch of stress on that but it's still like equally fun i guess because, like, I'm getting more texts than I used to. So I feel happy with that. Well, as we think about that we're in the middle of what we would call a crisis is a lot of people find that their feelings are amplified during this time. And some of those feelings can be feelings of anxiety, depression, loneliness, um... Or sometimes it can be a sense of relief if you just needed a little break from something as well. Um, can you explain maybe some examples of some thoughts that you've been having during this time or maybe some things that you've heard your friends say? Yeah. Um, so definitely anxiety is something I've never dealt with, but I know a lot of friends that have, and I've helped them through it as much as I can. Um and then also loneliness, though, but that's something I definitely feel. Like, I know I love my family and all, and I'm so glad that I get to spend all this, like, time with them. But, like, 
Now it's just like, I'm only with them. And it's like, I don't know, it's just so different, because like, I, yeah, I, like I said, I love my family. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, like, yeah, I'd die for my family, and like, they're like everything to me. But like, when you're with them for more than three weeks, and that's all you've been with, it gets a little crazy. And so, even though I'm not, like, physically lonely, I'm still lonely in the sense of, like, I don't have everyone that I'm used to, and, like, having the new, like, because every day is, like, the same for me now, but when you go to school and with all your friends, you never know what's going to happen next, because everyone has, like, different personalities, and I'm still, like, getting to know my friends more and more, even if I've known them for more than eight years. Um, it's just... It's different. I, I'm getting better with the loneliness because, like, I FaceTime a lot of my friends. Like, yesterday I was on a call for more than three hours with one of my best friends. I just think that, like, my advice for, like, anxiety, something that I, like, do a lot is I'm getting in touch with a bunch of people that I didn't really get in touch with before. Like, whether or not you haven't talked to them in a long time, like, my best friend, I've, like, talked to her, like, every single day now and, like, called her every single day. I've known her for more than eight years, and I'm finding something new about her every single day. And stuff that I didn't even know. And, like, with the same best friend, we're writing letters to each other. Like, we're doing snail mail. And it's kind of, it's kind of funny because it, this is something that, like, my grandparents talked about. Like, it's, like, thing, like, man, you're always on your phone. I remember when I would just would write letters to people and wouldn't get a response in, like, a week. And so I finally did that, and I can say that to my grandparents. Like, oh, I did that, too. Um, and it's definitely, like, getting a new curve on this whole thing of, like, especially loneliness. Because, like, I anticipate that letter because I never know when it'll come. So I always walk out to go to the mailbox and be like, did I get it? And then I get, like, a little sad because I didn't get it, but I know I'll probably get it the next day. And then, like, the joy of me, like, writing a letter is just, I don't know, it just makes me really happy to, like, have that, so. Mm, that's super neat. I got a postcard in the mail the other day, and it made me feel like a million bucks just to know someone, like, yeah, just to know that someone, like, physically took the time to, like, write those words on a page that takes a lot of effort and then you have to put a stamp on it and address it and like put it in your mailbox. It's a lot of intention. I know, like getting mail. <laughs> it's the best thing. It's so much better than just sending a text. It's so much more personal. So Ellie, you were sharing with me a little bit yesterday as we were preparing for this about some of something that makes this pandemic extra personal for you. And would you mind sharing with the audience a little bit about uh, just your own um, journey and uh, health concerns during this time? Yeah, um, so for Student Week of Worship, I kind of brushed up on this, but I have an autoimmune disease uh, called granuloma annulari. It's uh, like, I don't know, it, it's like a little rash, I guess. I have it, like, on my arms, um, but it's under my arms, thankfully, so you can't really see it, and it's kind of on my legs, but I I don't worry about that anymore, but, like, now it's been worrisome because it being an autoimmune disease, if I got the coronavirus, like, COVID-19, like, I am more at risk of dying. Like, I have a higher chance of suffering worse than, like, someone else my age. And it's kind of scary because I'm not the only one in my house. Like, my little brother, who's 13, 
he has respiratory problems around this time of year because of allergies, and that's, like, really scary because, like, again, he's more prone to getting coronavirus. And, and I live with my grandparents, and they're both over the age of 60, 60, so if they got it, they have a higher chance of dying from it. So all four of us in my house are more prone to dying of it, but... Um, like I said before, I live in rhododendron, so I'm about, like, 45 minutes from, like, well, I'm, like, 30 minutes from every, any, like, big city, or, um, like, from, like, Sandy, I'm, like, a good 30 minutes, so I'm a good distance, and I always thought this was a problem, like, man, I'm just, like, it's so far away to even go to the grocery store, but, like, it's just been a blessing in disguise now, because I'm just so far away from anything, and, like, I live in such a, like, remote area that I don't have to worry about going outside and walking around and, because I just know that I live literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, and it's just, it's kind of scary. I, like, I haven't been out of my house since the Friday that you guys closed school. So, like, <laughs> it's, a, this is a little different than a lot of my other friends are going through, because they're like, a lot of my friends have been saying that, oh, I went to the store last week, or it's so weird out there in the city, like, there's no one there while driving in the car. And I'm like, I haven't been out in three and a half weeks. I don't know what it's like out there. Um, it's just different because they keep talking about these experiences, like, in the store and how crazy it is. And I'm just like, I just read that kind of stuff online. Like, I'm not actually living through that. It's just definitely different, though. Like... Like I said, it's a blessing in disguise, though, because me being so far away is definitely helped this a lot. It's made my grandparents and me and my brother feel a lot more comfortable with this, like, all happening. So that's encouraging. So what are some of the ways that you have found comfort or renewal during this time of just unknowns? Because this is something that we just that's the hardest part about it is that we just don't know when we're going to be able to go back to normalcy. And so what are some things that you have done um, for yourself to just be more in like that positive mindset? I love reading books and I have a lot of books at my house and I've been rereading a lot of books, but I think especially like after uh, hearing like yesterday after the governor said that we won't be going back to school for the rest of the school year. Like, that kind of made me a little sad, but then afterwards I kind of just started reading my book, The Hunger Games. Highly recommend it. Um, <laughs> it's just, I find myself in a different reality. Like, I picture myself in the book, and I no longer think about where I am or in the moment. Like, I just, I get lost in the book, you could say. Like, because when I'm reading a book, like, it's kind of hard to get me out of it. Knowing what's going on right now in the world, it's kind of scary. Like, that is just the facts. Um, but me reading my books and just having that entertainment, I guess, of, like, picturing myself in a different, like, area, like, than I am right now is comforting, I guess, because then I don't have, like, my mind's not on the subject at hand right now. And then I definitely, um, like where I am, the Sandy River goes by. And so I've been able to go out to the river 
also taking my books and having a good time reading, <laughs> but um, just going to the river and relaxing like early in the morning um, or later in the day with my dog and my music or just kind of just relaxing and taking in the sounds of nature has been really helpful because it just makes me appreciate so many more things like sure COVID-19 is at hand but it's not going to last forever and that's something I find comfort in because like sometimes I'll just go to the river and I'll just pray and just say hey God I know this is happening right now um, and you're letting it happen but I know that I'll be safe no matter what happens and what the outcome is and so also praying for me has been a huge thing like I've been uh, reading almost every morning with my grandma, Psalms 91, and that just, the whole thing talks about, like, so many things like, a thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but no harm will come near you. And that has resonated with me so much this last these last couple weeks, because, like, I realize that no matter what happens to, like, my earthly body, I know that I'll be fine, and I have, like, a better outcome, like, in heaven with Jesus. So I no longer have, like, the fear of getting it and coronavirus and dying from it because I'm more prone. I just know that I'll be safe no matter what ha what happens. And it's just definitely been helpful for me. Thanks for sharing all that. Um, I really agree that reading, especially fiction during this time, has been very comforting for me as well. Just trying to um, get your imagination going and being able to be in a different mindset for just a little bit is I think a really healthy thing um also nature and prayer um even if you don't have the luxury maybe that um Ellie does by living out near the sandy river which sounds so beautiful um but even just like taking a walk around the neighborhood or just standing outside in your yard getting just changing location and just getting that blood flowing can really help with anxiety and it's uh, definitely been proven in psychology that we can see that adrenaline gets replaced in the body when you're able to move and get that blood flowing yeah because one of my friends she said that yeah i've just kind of been at my house kind of like you and i don't really have the chance to go out because she lives like in portland and it's she doesn't really have, like, the chance to go out and feel safe. And she's just, like, I see her when I FaceTime her, and she just looks kind of, like, sad. Like, she doesn't have, like, the life that she had in her before. And I just think that that's one of the biggest things, like, getting out and not just being in, in your home, like, just going outside and getting some sun, even if there's no sun, even if it's raining and you just sit on your porch like having like a nice jacket or something like to cover you so you don't get wet and sick because you don't want that to happen and just going out and enjoying it is just going to change the your entire mindset like because like you said like going out and moving just helps you so much to like for your mental health like just going out and making sure that you're having a good time like I'll look at my dog and she'll go out and have the time of her life. She doesn't even know like any of this is happening and she doesn't have a care in the world. And I kind of, I've kind of been basing my life off my dog. I know it's not the best thing, but like just not worrying about what's going on right now because then I'll start thinking about it more and more and more and I'll start getting like depressed. 
And if I'm focusing on, like, the bad, then I, I, it's not good for me. It's going to ruin my mental health. But if I focus, like, my dog and enjoy the little things, like, just getting, like, a little treat or going outside and playing with your ball, like, just finding joy in little things while you can, because you won't have, like, this much time for long. You're going to have to go back to school eventually, whether, that, uh, like, the next year, and you won't have as much time. So now that we have the time, like, we need to, like, use it and not just sit around and, like, think of the bad and, like, just take the time to, like, do things you didn't want to do before or didn't have the time to. Live like it's your last day, I guess, and just have, don't focus on the bad. That's, like, my number one piece of advice that I've heard from my grandparents. Last night we just had, like, one big family, like, dinner and just, like, talked and had a great time and there was a lot of laughing. And that just boosted my spirits because I was no longer, like, focusing on what's going on and I'm just having a good time with my family and enjoying it. Hmm. Well, I could not have said it better myself. Yeah, do you have any final thoughts for your fellow classmates out there who are um, at home alone and just need some encouragement? Kind of what I said before, if you haven't reached out to somebody, go reach out. You might make a good connection or learn something new about them. And also, if you want to become a pen pal with me as well, I would gladly become a pen pal and pour my heart and soul into a letter. And just, like, mail a letter to your grandma or your grandpa. Like, they, that's something that they used to do. And I sent one to my grandma, and she called me, and she was, like, almost in tears. She's like, you don't know how much that, me that meant to me instead of, like, a little text. And so I just think that if you make those connections with the people that you haven't really, like, put the time into, then you might find something there that you, like, didn't see before. And to say it, like, to end it, like, just focus on the good and the little things that you see that you didn't notice before. Thanks so much, Ellie. And thank you for your time to be on the show. And we just uh, hope that you stay well and keep being your positive, sunshiny self. We just really appreciate the encouragement and just your perspective on life. Thanks for listening to today's episode on anxiety. Ellie shared some excellent ways she has dealt with anxiety and loneliness. If you are feeling overwhelmed and need someone to talk to, myself and other teachers at PAA are open and willing to talk anytime. If you'd like to learn more about events and other content that's put out by PAA students and myself, you can follow along at PAA Community on Instagram or check out our website at paacommunity.com. I'm your host, Pastor McKenzie, and tune in next week for a new episode of Check-In with the Chaplain.